Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. All right, all right, all right. This is Compton Politics. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. We are live, coming straight up out of South Central. Oh, my God, it's going down tonight. We're going to be talking about community. Global One World Foundation is actually giving an event tomorrow in South Central Los Angeles from 4 to 11 o'clock. This is Compton Politics. This is Lorenzo Murphy. I've been off the air maybe almost three weeks. I apologize for the tardiness of myself. Um, you know, not being able to uh, have my show, but I'm back by popular demand. Appreciate everybody being patient and waiting. Um, there's a lot of things been going on over the last month. You know, I lost a lot of family members and friends and colleagues, you know what I'm saying? So I've been taking care of that. Uh, God bless me and let me um, get my grill done. You know, I'm just letting you know what's been going on, why I haven't been doing my shows. Um, tonight guest is Global One World Foundation. Um, they're going to be talking about the things they're doing in the community and worldwide. You know, uh, we're going to have Dr. Roger, Governor, Deborah, um, other people from South Africa is going to be on the line tonight. Uh, we're going to have a great time. Um, like I said, there's a lot of things that have been going on throughout society. Uh, that I hope we've been, people have been looking, paying attention to, um, actually believing in or what's going on and change out there. But one thing we can say is, what is your dream? What is your goal? That's the whole thing about content politics. It's an open forum radio talk show um, affiliated with T25CL.com, Gattersy Talk Radio, which you need to get on your phone, on your app, on your phone. It's a must. You must get it. It's a uh, 24-hour radio station. You can watch movies on it. Actually, you know that we stand the movie. It's on this network. Please don't be afraid to uh, watch the film. It's very powerful. It's life-changing. And it's something to watch. It's something to uh, uh, watch to learn how to be a part of change. Um, United We Stand has a lot of different musical musicians from all over the world that's playing uh, different genders of music, all the way from Billy Ayer to uh, a guy from South Africa as on the drums, a um, couple of bands. Um, it was a wonderful audience. They recorded this uh, uh, show, movie, documentary up in San Pedro somewhere up in South Africa also. Um, I see there's a guest, too, on the line. I appreciate you calling in. Appreciate that. At the same time, we are um, able to say that uh, T25 is growing larger and larger worldwide. We're syndicated almost to 100 different countries. 
You can actually listen to your favorite artists on the 24-hour radio station. Go to T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio, Entertainment Company. If you have music you need to be sold, come and be a part of our family. If you have a movie you need to be seen, come put it on T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. Uh, it'll be, be able to be in, so worldwide. And I'm saying these things because it's important to advertise and brand who helps you. The one for these people believing in me, seeing that I had a little character about myself by being on the radio, um, you know, you got to just give people their props. Uh, waiting for my guests to come. Only been on the air four minutes. Seems like a lifetime. Like I said, I thank everybody for calling in, listening in, tuning in. It's not just about community, how to keep it strong, how to keep it together. Um, one of the saddest days of my life was last week when I had to bury and be a pallbearer for my God, my great godmother, Miss Annie Ross, Brooke Ross' mother. Uh, I had an opportunity to speak in uh, acknowledgement, and it was just so powerful and the energy in there. And I thank the family for choosing me to be the spokes, be a, a spokesperson and represent the community in, in, in light and acknowledgement and acknowledgement on Miss Ross, uh, how powerful she was, a very powerful woman. You can actually be able to see her in the Freeway Boys Untold Story film that's coming out real soon. Um, and doing a couple of more editing things to it. We're actually bringing in um, a higher capability of uh, more people. Um, so look out for it. I see the chief just called in. Hello, chief. I know uh, I've been gone for a minute. Now I'm back by popular demand. Appreciate you calling in. I'm waiting on my guests to come. I'm going to have a big conference meeting here because we're doing a big event tomorrow at the Scientology Center uh, from 4 to 12 o'clock. It's a youth music festival. Uh, I think we're going to be serving, I don't know, I think we're supposed to be serving alcohol, but I don't know since we're here. At the Scientology building, they don't even here. I don't know if they allow that. I don't know. But it's going to be a great event. It's a fundraiser for Global One World Foundation. Uh, actually, I'm the executive director uh, for this organization. Um, this is one of the things that I do, uh, bringing communities together. been able for the last two years to bring South Bay and South Central together to collaborate and join hands and make change. And I've been able to do that last year. So now South Bay community is now coming into our community now. Um, and that's a, just, just great thing that's going on that's not being televised. Um, something like this is not going to be televised. You ain't going to read about this in the newspaper. Um, you only got to be here to see it. It's kind of like um, things people see and things people don't believe that you see. So. It's one of those type of situations. Um, there's a lot of things I can sit here and talk about until I guess get here. Uh, I'll tell you a story 
about how Global One World Foundation was founded. The Global One World Foundation was founded to Dr. Rogers, governor, a very smart, intelligent brother from South Africa. Uh, Dr. Rogers was uh, a guy who was a part of the apartheid party about democracy in South Africa. Um, he had a big role in the change in Africa in 1994. I mean, I learned a little bit more history about it, which you don't know. Yeah, 1994, Nelson Mandela got out. He was part of that whole stigma of what was going on for change. So now Dr. Rogers is down in America. You know, everybody has um, certain situations on what they do and how they do it, but he's really making change on how he's doing it. Everybody do it their own way, but what your job is to do is bring what can collaborate on what a person already have already. There are a lot of problems that I see in the community that people come out and they try to take over, and that's not how um, community come together. I realize that there's two types of ways to work in community. Either you're going to be a businessman or you're going to be community. Not putting anybody down or putting any type of structures down, but dealing with community types of people, you're going to get a flyer. But when you're dealing with business type of people, you're going to get a proposal. Let me say that again. As a community person, I've been working in the community for 20 years. I've been so used to, you know, flyers and just doing so much work extra to prove myself and, you know, going out to the extreme, really, you know, going an extra mile. And then at the end of the day, that extra mile felt like it only took five steps. So to empower yourself in the community, you have to become a businessman. You have to because... You have to be able to be paid what you're worth. You have to know your worth when you deal with the community because it will suck you dry. The community will suck you dry, really. Yes. Um, I, uh, oh, my God. Are we still on the air? What happened? Oh, okay. I thought I lost people, but I didn't. I'm sorry about that. But at the same time, you have to know when to hold them in. It's like the poker game. You got to know when it's time to get with your worth in the community. You know, you have to, you know what I'm saying. You have to find out what you are worth in the community because the community will will use you up at one time or two. You know. Um, and that's where you have to make a choice about what are you going to be? What part of strength are you going to be in the community? What level do you want people to look at you as in the community? Because there's different levels. And I learned this through the business part of being the community part. So you have to figure, if I stay the same as I was 20 years ago in the community, I'll still be that same man. So I'm not a community no more. I'm a businessman now. Um, I can't wait and sit here for somebody to give me my position, give me my jacket, 
tell me who I am because, no, I have to, in this business, you have to um, proclaim your position because you're the one doing the body of work. You're bringing the people together. You're finding the money. You're creating, um, um, it's like kind of more of the core team of uh, of Microsoft. And the core team is the people that don't even sit at the table as uh, board members. These are like mainly uh, the scholars that sit down and break bread really at the dinner table and just collaborate. You know, it's kind of like when they deal with the uh, pharmaceutical of the drug, you know, how they came up with ADHD, bipolar, and all that, how they did that. There was just 20 guys that was friends, set up the round table, drinking, and but they had a power. You know, they actually really talking about legitimate stuff, but the same token, they're being able to dictate on what stuff is going to be called for individuals, you know, to pass their thoughts to individuals that are going to think second after them. So you get what I'm saying? It comes from the thinkers. And it comes from the thinkers to the doers. And do it to the doers, to the messengers. And to the messengers, to the people. So there's so many different levels on how we get information and how we need to get access to uh, the things that we need. You know, it's not like... um, It's kind of like the opposite of rich living in the poor... Well, can a rich person go find a cup of soup somewhere if they was that rich? Or can a, a poor person go find a, a steak and a lobster? I mean, think about that. Could a rich person get in a situation and go find, be able to find a cup of soup in a rich situation? And could a poor person that get rich go find a steak and lobster? You get what I'm saying? Because if they never had it and they never thought they had to even be a part of that, how would they be able to figure out from that level to get that stuff? So that's where community and business is so separate. And now that this business part, as far as the community, is going better, I mean, things are really happening even more enlightening for for the movement. Um, tonight, I hope I'm not boring you, but I'm waiting on my guests to to come in, to call in, and give me their point of views on this event that's going on today. Um, I see people walking in and out. I don't know what's going on, but you know what? I'm going to talk about this, um, the movie, United We Stand. Please go to T25CL.com, Gadget Talk Radio. Please go to T25CL.com, Gadget Talk Radio, entertainment website. Go look at United We Stand the Moving. I think it's five ninety nine. You can watch it for 48 hours. I mean, just really, really check out this movie. It's very powerful. I mean, I'm, you know, you got Netflix, you have all these other companies, but. We need to try T25 so you can try to, you know, and we stand the moving. I mean, it's very addicting. If you like music, if you like jazz, if you want to see a concert, I guarantee you're going to see a fabulous concert to me. I hope they do a part two of United We Stand Part Two. 
you know, um, has some, like I said, has some great, great musicians. Um, Taste of Fire did a wonderful job with the production, and it sounds crystal clear uh, and surround sounds. Uh, lately, I've been on tour, you know, bouncing around, educating, talking about from our from rock to rock um, elements on what, why it's important to change and be a part of change. Why is it important to want to help someone and mean I'm not going to get on the political level tonight because we already know what that's about. Um, we already know what's going on. We already know what's going to happen. So we don't have to elaborate on that situation. I'm sure my guests will be uh, coming in in a moment. Um, I don't know who's going to get on the show tonight, but I know there's some people out there. I should have called the guy from South Africa um, with the son that's 14. Uh, he's a professional drummer at 14. I think he's the youngest guy to ever complete college in South Africa. The youngest college student ever um, in South Africa is going to perform tonight at the Scientology Building, 8039 South Vermont. It's going to be other youths performing. Um, I think a couple of musicians and singers, a 12-year-old uh, classical singer going to come perform. It's going to be from 4 to 12 at night tomorrow, Los Angeles, California, I don't know the zip code. Uh, I had to fly her downstairs. I uh, hope somebody bring it up to me because um, I want to do give that information up. But the address is 8039 South Vermont Avenue, Los Angeles, California, from 4 to 12 o'clock, 4 p.m. to 12 o'clock a.m. at nighttime. Music United music festival, some type of music youth festival. A young guy from South Africa is going to be playing drums. Sister from South Africa, she's going to be singing. Uh, There's going to be a couple of more other entertainers going to be entertaining. Hold on just a moment. I see uh, the chief is red. He's ready to come in. Hold on just a moment. Yo, yo. Brother, hello, how chief. you doing? I'm hey, fine. How are you? I'm all right, brother. I'm all right. Just staying busy, staying on top of the game, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too, man. I'm, I'm finally came back after like two weeks, man. Uh, I've been down. You know, I had a little surgery on my mouth. So. Oh, yeah. I did see that on the internet, man. So, yeah, your new grill was cool, man. So, congratulations. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I can do more of, you know, I can be seen in front of the camera now, you know. You know, we got a couple more movie deals, you know what I mean? No, I'm just playing. No, but, uh, yeah, man. So how you been? Oh, brother, you know, it's just been a real busy time of year for me up here because I know I'm late in getting back down there to L.A., but I should be back down there in the next few weeks as soon as I get through uh, wrapping up business up here in Northern California. But, uh, 
just working on a lot of things, man, keeping things alive here and uh, working on the next film project to Sins of 72. And so getting that together and still promoting United We Stand as well. And so, uh, brother, just been staying on top of it, man. This is a busy, busy, hectic, hectic business because you know you got to deal with a lot of people, different personalities, and, um, you know, it, it can get hectic at times and get frustrating at the same time, but it's all good anyway, man. Yeah, that's a, that's a way to success, though. Everything that's going on, you know, God already got that written down already, so we can't complain about what God already got written down for us already. You know what I mean? So we got to do is just take these steps and go forward on what's going on and uh, get around the right people that's going to encourage you to keep going. And that's the whole catch. What I realized, the older I didn't got, I realized my friends are my friends. My friends are the ones that help me get successful. You know, because mm-hmm. uh, uh, when I'm down, somebody's supposed to help come pick me up. You know, when I'm hungry, it's supposed, supposed to come feed me, really. And that's the same thing I'm supposed to give back. You know, yeah, yeah. so I speak earlier, you know, about community. You know, you got to step up my business and community because community, nobody having the filter. Don't nobody keep saying it's rough out here. That means the community is rough. They they don't have no filter. You know what I'm saying? They're cutting through. They're meeting your people that you bring to the table. They ain't got no, they ain't asking no, it ain't no protocol. But when you're conducting the business, it's more of a more educated, more smoother ride, more respectful, you know. Um, and what do you think about those levels in the community or that people just don't know how to have control and don't believe in protocol? And that's what the show really is about. It's about protocol and business on how to keep your connections connected without burning any bridges. Well, you know, brother, one of these days I've been talking to people, too, around here, and one of these days I'm going to do a show, and it's going to be called um, Black on Black Crime. Now, and I don't mean the gangster crime. I don't mean the the shooting and stabbing and the gangs and all of that. I'm talking about the black-on-black crime as it pertains to business. Is that when we do a business, how can we can't do what other successful people have done historically in the field of business? And how come we as black folks don't support other black owned businesses and put the word out about black owned business. Now, I'm the one that believes that, you know, when you say a black owned black business, not necessarily mean that you're going after black dollars exclusively. No, that, that would be crazy. You want all all business. You want white business, brown, red, yellow, white, all the way down the line. But it all should start inside. And when we're doing something, I don't care if we got a fried chicken place, an ice cream house, a donut place, a shoe shine stand, or if we're selling movies or, or music or whatever, and even with our talk shows and our, our music radio, the, the word should get out just like it does with anybody else with the billion dollar company. And so any business that you start, Brother Lowe, you know, it should be spreading throughout the community and the way to keep your business strong and successful because we can't go to the bank and get loans. We can't go to investors to get investment capital. We can't go to 
Wall Street and get IPO. And so we have to do it from within and prove it to the world that we can run and operate a business and get uh, get our get our people in our community to support us in our endeavors. <clears throat> and this is why I call it black on black crime. Okay, and, okay. okay. We have to get started right here at home in our communities, and that's where it starts, and then it can blossom out. Okay, okay. I like that. Right now, right now, I guess I just walked in. Um, like I was saying, uh, they're a real special guest, very talented family, um, straight, straight out of South Africa. I mean, the real deal. Uh, what it is, I'm working with my phone, so it's just me and my phone. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here live with them. This is my first interview live with my guest with me. So I'm going to be passing him the phone. You know, I, mean, I hope his son be able to speak because whoever wants to speak, you know. Um, so like I said, this is Lorenzo Murphy. I'm live. This comes from politics. We have some special guests tonight, all the way from South Africa. Okay, let me make sure I read this right. Tomorrow night, I'm going to read about the event. Tomorrow night. Hold on just a moment. Children Festival of Peace, Love, Compassion, Concert, Dance, Fun, Music, Food, Prizes, and much more talent show. Um, the guest tomorrow night will be DWA. Okay, well, sorry for the tardiness, but DWA have, will not be performing. But we have, hold on just a moment. I'm looking, I'm looking. We have a 14-year-old, okay, okay, protege, drummer, and speaker, internationally guest star, and a host of local stars, Danny Peterson from South Africa. Phenomenal drummer. His father's sitting right here. I can't speak for what they do. I let people speak, you know, just kind of politics, and he got much time as he wants, and um, he's going to change his name and everything like that. The family is here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to introduce the father. I'm going to let him talk on the phone. He can do whatever he wants right now. I'm going to give him the floor. Uh, questions are going to come right after he get done. I mean, these people are really down here on a mission. I'm talking about on a real mission down here. they they like on a missionary mission, changing lives through the music. I heard this young man play like three times already. You need to come out and check him out tomorrow night. I'm serious. I just became a drummer two years ago. I'm 49 years old. I got blessed to play with, y'all know, all the legends in music. Now, this young man is only, I don't know how long he's been playing, and he's just a phenomenal player. I need to learn from him. But his father's going to get on the phone. His mother is here. His sister is here. And he's here. So I'm going to introduce the father. Uh, here he is right here. This country partnership is a really mercy. This is my guest from South Africa. Uh, good evening, and it's a real pleasure and a blessing to be here tonight. Um, it's a real pleasure and a blessing to be here tonight. Um, just a little bit about the Petersons. We're all the way from Cape Town, South Africa. That's the most southern tip of Africa where two oceans meet. And um, our weather's kind of like the same as 
um, as Los Angeles, as LA, and I think that's why uh, when I brought my wife and my daughter over last year, they just fell in love with the place immediately. And um, yeah, it's also a little bit. That's 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 where I come from. I come. My mom and dad are still alive. My mom is eighty. My dad is eighty. My mom is seventy-five. And I grew up in a family where my father has been the musical director for the Apostolic Faith Mission Church, church that was started back in 1906, Pastor John Z. Lake, all the way here from California. And um, my mom has just been a prayer warrior, supporting the family. And, you know, God is just really helping us through our music and our ministry. Um, I've just been involved in music all my life, and as I shared with someone this morning, you know, you 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 don't know where where God is going to lead you, because I've just been been playing my own music and playing in church and and doing what what I knew what was best, and um, I think when I got married in 1995. At the time, I was still traveling, a traveling musician, but, you know, God just started moving me away from the drum kit and straight into motivational speaking and conflict resolution assisting by using African djembe drums, talking drums. And that has been our business for, for some time. And I thought it was just a good diversion from a drum kit. Never did I know that that was God's way of removing me from sitting behind the drum kid because he had something big in store for us, for this family. We are married this year for 22 years, and my wife and I lost four children um, through failed pregnancies, and we couldn't have children, and we literally gave up. And, and it was really, our first seven years was very tough on our relationship and just try to stay together and, you know, try to work through this thing, which was very, very challenging. And we had, we had a pastor visiting from, Los An- from Louisiana, New Orleans, coming to visit us. And he, and he, while we were having supper, he said, oh, you know what, God just deposited this into my spirit that... He's going to bless you with destiny changed children. I'm like, oh, destiny changed children. You know, we lost four kids. I mean, I really don't want to go through this again, like getting all excited and then, you know. And I really did not believe it. And yet I was in the church, but, but I didn't believe it because I looked at my own situation. And many a time, God is giving us the answers, and then that, and, and the answers are in the right in front of us, but we look at our circumstances and our situations and we believe that that is more important it is not i'm here to tell you that is not the case that it should not be the case because there's bigger things in store for us than our current situations and uh, they left my wife pregnant and once again i said to my wife you're not telling anyone because i'm tired of taking good news and then bad news still didn't believe but you know pregnancy has a way of sewing and my wife gave birth to my son in 2002, is after my birthday. And a year and a half later, gave birth to my princess, Robin, which was so excited to have the two of them. But the interesting thing what made Daniel's birth so unique amongst all the other things is that I've discovered that 
I was born when my father was 33 years old and the fifth child. Daniel as the fifth child was born when I was 33. So got it a line of why certain things had to happen a certain way. I was excited just to be a father. I stopped playing professionally immediately and just... Yeah, yeah, so true, so true. And I just, I just wanted to be a father because I said to my wife, you cannot survive out of five, out of four miscarriages just to come and be there. There's a special assignment. And it's for my wife and I to find out what is this assignment on this child's life and then to support this assignment that we didn't know. I thought, okay, one day I will find out, one day I will figure it out. And I came home, he was 14 months old. I heard my drums playing without me playing it. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? I went into my room, they stand with diapers and a pacifier in his mouth. Not making a noise, but playing my drums. The first, and I said to myself, I ran to my wife, I said, why can't you tell me? Look, what some boy's doing? I said, man, can't you see I'm pregnant with number two? So I just left it there, ran back into the drum room. And I said, okay, let me if this boy can, can pick up on beats and timing. So I, the first song that I put into the CD was Gerald Albright, saxophonist from the USA. Oh, it's amazing sax jazz player. I put in that album the first song, Georgia on my mind, and Daniel played the song with me. And I went, whoa, this is not real. He played the song, and when he ended, he ended on a crescendo on the press symbols. I'm like, but ah, who told you this? Because when you sound your first nine, six to eight months you spent on your back, you just lie there. And then you start crawling. And, you, you know, your first two years, nothing happened. How is it possible that at the age of 14 months you knew you have to finish a song and your crest symbols with your kick going? Who's telling you these things? And it just happened. So I went to, I think it was number 12 or number 13 on the track, and it was a faster blues. And I wanted to see, can he pick up on the speed of that song? Man, the boy played with. And that's when I realized we've got a problem. Because if he's doing this without me, then what else has God in soul for this kid? So I made a decision right there and then. I'm not going to teach him. I will show him whatever I have. I will impart. But I'm not going to be the Danny, the teacher, telling him, do it like this, do it like Because if you do all of this already without me, I can only destroy it. I can only mess it up. And that is why sometimes as parents, we sometimes mess things up where a child just want to be... You just want to play the guitar or you just want to play the piano because you love the sound and you love what, what the sound it makes. And then we put the teacher in front of them. And then the teacher said, no, but you have to play it like this. You have to play. Since who? Mozart could compose before he was 10. But imagine his parents took him to a teacher. He would have stopped all those juices, all this creativity. They would have stopped and said, no, 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 you're not... You're not allowed to do this now. You Listen, you, you, this is how you sniff your hands. No. So what sometimes, and, and, and this is when we travel, this is, this is what we want to come through strongly in our message. Parents, parents, stay back. If this is what, something that your child wants to do, don't turn what he loves into a school subject. 
Because the moment you turn into a school subject, we don't go home and do, do study our maths as children. We never, you don't do homework. You do it that when you get to school because it's just normal. I do homework, you know, go back to school. So if I don't do my maths and my science at home, why must I do my piano at home? Because you just turn it into a subject. So we kept music fun. We kept it because to Daniel it was a toy. And we kept it a toy, not an instrument. My son didn't even know drums was an instrument until he heard that people wanted to play on his toy. He's like, mm, that, <laughs> you know. And we had to say, but, you know, this is instruments. And to him it was his toys oh. because he had just been playing his toys. You would play three, straight four up, hours a day. Straight up toy for him. Straight up toy. Like other kids will play with guns. Other kids will play with cars. He played drums. That was his Toy, it was never, ever an instrument. Did he play any sports? He started, look, this was Daniel's routine. He would get up in the morning, before he even ate, he would have two hours behind the drum. Play. In Peter's, all the videos we have, and I've got stacks of videos, all in his pajamas, PJs. Okay? Then, after that, he will eat breakfast, jump straight into the swimming pool. That was his sport. So he would swim two hours, for half an hour, an hour, out of the pool, back into the drum room. Out of the drum room, watch a little bit of TV. He would watch Shrek, Teletubbies. All these kids, bro, he would listen to music, he would run to the drum room and go play it. And then he would go back into the swimming pool. So he'd go, swimming pool, eat drums. How old is he right now? He's 14 years old. He's 14 years old. Daniel got his first endorsement from Yamaha when he was four years old. They saw him, and they gave him a lifetime endorsement. They said, the only reason why he would leave them is they wouldn't leave him, but he would leave them. That would be the only reason why that relationship will end. And um, so at four, he got endorsed for Symbols by Anatolian and Yamaha Drum Kid. He made his first TV appearance at three. Um, all the national newspapers, magazines has covered him. In fact, Daniel right now is in a grade 7 life skills textbook. So if he stayed at normal school, he would have learned about himself. He's in a textbook in South Africa where all the grade 7s in the country are learning about him today. So you can be in a magazine, you can be in a newspaper. I don't know people that I know that's alive that's in a textbook. <laughs> So once I, when I was at school, once I seen in the textbook, it was passed on. Yeah, I'm seeing, <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing, and I'm learning about someone, or kids are learning about a boy that's walking with him. <laughs> but it's in the textbook. That's an inspiration. That's existing right now. Today. That's existing, and it's existing to motivate and inspire. So actually, as a... So actually, when you stand as the son, there's actually a, a, a living Mozart. You know what I mean? Um, uh, um, I heard him play. I mean, I can play, but I have to practice. I mean, he's natural. He's natural. Um, I'm delighted about this interview because it's a story that kids need to hear. That you know, you can know you can make it out here, no matter where you're from, or no matter where you at. Um, don't be afraid. Don't be shy. That's the biggest thing I think about 
our kids. A lot of people are afraid to get in front of people. Mm. And that's the biggest dilemma about entertainment is not being afraid to stand in front of people. Um, I was afraid at one time. I'm not going to lie. I was afraid to get on stage. But once I broke that cycle of being afraid of being in front of people, they got to tell me to get off the stage. Okay. Um, I'm going to put his wife on the phone right now and let her speak. I don't want to hold him up too long because the kids, you know, I know they have to get some rest. This is his wife. She's going to speak, and I'm going to let the kids speak if they like to. Hold on. This is his wife. She's from South Africa, too. Thank you so much, Lauren, for the opportunity. Good evening, everyone. Um, yes, wonderful being here, and uh, we're really looking forward to the event for tomorrow afternoon and evening. Um, yeah, so we've been talking about Daniel, and Daniel was telling us all about how it came about that the kids are here with us. Um, he says his name is Robin. And um, just one thing that's interesting, um, you know, uh, schooling is extremely important. You know, you you need to find the right fit for um, what will benefit your child best. And in the same household, we often find that um, whether you have one child, two children, a whole lot of kids, the kids will all most probably be very different. They'll all learn different ways, and um, they'll be interested in different things. And it's not always possible to put them in. Um, you know, different schools. But what is important is to find a means of finding out what their passion is and going for that, you know, and paying attention to that. So Daniel's passion has always been music, always. And that is why at the age of when he was 11, we then made very difficult decisions, but we um, thought, you know, well, you know, if it's not, a, it's not a permanent decision, we can always change it further along the way. But let's see what happens if we take him out of mainstream school for a year. And so we did. And we found a program at one of our universities, our local universities in South Africa, in Cape Town. And we uh, enrolled him there in their music program. And, well, it's been three years later. And at the end of last year, 2016, Daniel completed his licentiate in music, which means that he effectively graduated um, with a music degree. Um, we're still waiting for the results at 14. So, and he's a regular kid. He does some homeschooling on the side, you know, pretty much homeschooling on the side, because that's what it is. Music is still his focus. That's his uh, major. Um, he's diversified now. It's all kinds of all other things in terms of music. So, you know, the homeschooling is more just to keep on track, you know, the things that he doesn't know in terms of literature and science and all of that because it interests him as well. And so to keep him well-rounded and balanced and also to keep his sister company because she homeschools. So she, um, you know, she'll say, like, he's got a degree in music, but I know more about, you know, science and English and all of that. So they have a lot of fun together, and um, so we're very thankful. And for us, it works out very well. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, this is Cousin Politics. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. We live here in South Central. I have this great family here. Um, I don't know if the kids want to say something to y'all about, you know, their experience out there on a little on a tour, what they're doing, their mission. 
you know, them to let them talk, you know, and ask no questions, let them talk their own self because it's so informing. Um, this is the young man, 14 years old, very talented. Come see him tomorrow night, Scientology uh, Building, 8039 South Vermont, Los Angeles, California. Um, live, his sister is going to be in the house down, too. Come out, check them out. Panda Express is going to be sponsoring the food. Uh, Toyota Museum, Global One World Foundation, Compton Politics. Uh, we're going to be this is going to be thrown down from 4 p.m. to 11 a.m. Hold on, here we go. This is young guest. Hi everyone. Um, thank you for having me on uh, on your show. Uh, so I'm basically on a tour to uh, to reach. Oh, I was originally on a tour to reach 100,000 um, students in 90 days, um, but I have already achieved that. In the the first day um, I came to when I did a TV show, and uh, so but now I'm going out um, personally. Uh, giving them a message uh, to encourage them to go for the trains. Basically, uh, talking about a, a happy person is a pleasant person to be around with when they can achieve such as their dreams. Um, and uh, I feel like if they're able to achieve their dreams, they they, they were they were able to achieve their goals in life. So. Uh, Basically, that's why I try to, uh, on the fast track, to to kind of push them forward to go for the dreams. And uh, uh, I guess I it doesn't matter which age group I go to because I've gone to kid, uh, kindergarten, I've gone to elementary, high school, even college. Um, basically, uh, delivering the same uh, message, but which is child friendly, which they can uh, like they can understand. Um, obviously, the older they are, so the more I can start to speak, so then they can understand. Um, but basically, when I was like um, kindergartens, I guess what we, what my dad and I does, I I talk to them a little bit about the dreams, about being happy being with good people, good friends. And then my dad and I, we will play music for them. And then we will often give uh, instruments out to them and then they play with us. And uh, so they get the understanding and the feeling of music. Uh, obviously, the older it is, uh, I still do music. I still play drums for them. Uh, but my message gets stronger. Meaning, uh, if you can't uh, dreams, your dreams will only stop. Uh, you 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 won't be able to achieve your dreams if your mindset is not right. And so, basically, also if you have wrong friends, if they're not good people, um, people that always badmouth other people, um, then. That can also slow you down because now everything is harder because with the people that you surround with you yourself with is not good people to others as well. And uh, so always um, I I 
spread a message of surrounding yourself with uh, good people, and that will fast track you to to good things faster, the easier. You don't have to explain why you're doing this. Why you don't have to go uh, thinking of all the unnecessary things and uh, always, you know, that you're a happy person. There's no double life that you have to live. Um, so basically, that's the message I basically spread. Uh, just to keep on encouraging them to go for their dreams and to motivate them through music. Okay. Thank you. I think also what I what I need to add is that um, Nelson Mandela uh, was responsible for freedom in South Africa uh, with the ANC. And um, Daniel was fortunate to perform at three of Nelson Mandela's birthday parties back in South Africa. Uh, the, he performed the 90th birthday where Mandela was released to prison in Cape Town, Victor Foster. Then Daniel did the first, one of the first fundraisers, Nelson Mandela, the dream to build a children's hospital in Johannesburg. There's going to be free for the continent of Africa. Every ch- if there's a child in need of medical health care, the child will, if the child can get, it's going to be free. And they opened up the doors about two, three months ago. Oh, no, oh, yeah, about two, three months ago, they opened up the doors for the first time. So seeing kids, and he did the first fundraiser in Portugal. And then he did Mandela's last birthday in 1990, uh, his 95th birthday here in Washington, D.C. So what is, what is interesting, Daniel has been receiving lots of engagements and places to perform. One has been the New Orleans Jazz Festival when he was six years old to perform there. And he's returning to the New Orleans Jazz Festival at the end of this month. We will be opening with the Batiste family. That's the opening for Harry Connick Jr. on the main stage. So those are some of the stuff. But also last year, amazing thing that happened for Daniel. The president of DW Drums met with us about two, three years ago. And a conversation ensued that they love what Daniel is doing, they love his passion, they they they, they love the style of, of his playing. And then so they just wanted to spend more time with him. And lastly we met the president of the W Drumskin and they made a very good offer on the table. So one of that is they if he agreed to sign with them, they built a customized collector series all maple drum kit for him. He sat with a designer and they designed the drum kit for last year. Mm. So he saw it for the very first time last week, Wednesday, the 18 piece drum kit mm. with four bass drums. It's just, it's a whole thing more around it. And so he went live on Facebook, had 15, more than 15,000 views for live. And in fact, tonight it will go live on YouTube. So Daniel is now an official international endorsed drummer for DW Drums. At 14. At 14. He's also, he's on their website. He's on the DW website. Where can I go to go? Where can I go to go see it? They, they just go on DW website. Artist roster, they will see him on there. If they want to see his live YouTube videos, all you type in is Dan, Daniel. Or you type in Daniel Peterson. Um, South Africa, you will, you get him on YouTube. You get him on YouTube, Daniel Daniel Peterson on Facebook. Uh, Daniel Peterson, 
His Instagram is Peterson. So you can follow him. You can see his videos. You can tweet. Um, yeah, so we're looking forward tomorrow night to be at this event. Daniel is going to perform uh, some of his amazing drum solos. His sister is going to sing. Ravan is going to sing. His mom is going to sing. He's so, so very talented mom. And so as a family, we're very excited. So if you want to see this little boy from South Africa, you better come out tomorrow night and you will see him perform. Um, it's going to be an amazing thing. Uh, we thank Dr. Rogers. We thank uh, the venue that we had, uh, the Church of the Scientology community, for, 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 for hosting this an amazing event. So, uh, yeah, this is the Petersons, and we're supporting Daniel. He's here visiting um, all the different schools. We go into San Francisco for two days to see six schools. We're coming back. We're going to the Pomona district. Uh, they open up their schools for Daniel just to come. So if you want Daniel to come and visit your school, do an assembly, it's free for the community. You don't pay for it. Just let us know, and we will bring him to your school, and he, he will speak to your kids. We will bring the equipment. Obviously, if you want to give Daniel a donation or something, look, as a child, just want to bless him and say thank you for his gift. We won't say no to that. But other than that, we are all here. We want to come and do the CEO schools. Let us know, and we will come out. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to cut it short, but I want another young lady speak at least 30 seconds. Can you just tell them your name and what you do? This is the little daughter. She's uh, Come check her out tomorrow night. She's going to rock the house. The mom. The mom. Hi, my name is Robin. Um, as you heard, I'm Daniel's little sister. And um, obviously I travel with him and everything. And I, um, it's always uh, fun um, going everywhere with Daniel because I wasn't able to do this before. Um, while I was still mainstreaming in normal school, uh, I mostly stayed in South Africa with my mom. And while we stayed in South Africa, um, Daniel and my dad will always travel to America and do all these fun things. And they will come back and say, oh, man, you missed this thing. And it's like, this is so fun here. And I'm just like, you know what? Next time I'm going to come with you guys. Um, and so since I'm homeschooled now, um, it's so much more fun because now I can travel with them everywhere. And so it's just um, new experiences everywhere, and it's just so much fun seeing new places and things. And I'm just so thankful that I'm here spending time with my family. So, yeah, thank you so much. All right, thank you, thank you. This comes from politics. Yeah, this comes from politics with Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Um, I usually do questions, but uh, I might have Rome. For one question, I'm going to let the young lady from Scientology, Church of Scientology, speak. Talk about what's going on here. Uh, this is her. You know, I let people speak. Here she go. Thank you, Lorenzo. Um, so my name is Stormy Stokes, and I am with the Church of Scientology Community Center in Inglewood and Los Angeles. We're all combined as one. Um, Basically, here at the community center, we have tons of events 
every year, and we have different kinds of events, external events that are, uh, it could be a quinceanera, it could be a birthday, it could be a wedding reception, or um, it could just be a conference uh, meeting or a panel uh, discussion. We have different groups that come in that are uh, part of our campaign as well that are on the same purpose as we are um, by helping people in their lives and um, empowering people. And so the community can be a better place for for anyone to live in. Um, we provide um, different like campaigns. We have the uh, Truth About Drugs, which is our anti-drug uh, campaign that we deliver here. And we have other groups that are pushing that campaign as well because they want people to be more knowledgeable about the uh, drugs that are in the community and knowing what's happening with their children and at school, uh, on the streets, <clears throat> as well as we have um, Citizens Commissions on Human Rights. And we also have Youth for Human Rights, um, just to name a few more campaigns that we have. We also have the Way to Happiness campaign, which goes over moral codes. It's a, a guide for better living, common sense. Um, and that is uh, an actual campaign that helps uh, former criminals to get grooved back into society. So we have a number of of campaigns that we do that will help the community in different areas um, for just about anybody. We also have like life improvement courses that help individuals with finance, uh, also with marriage, children, uh, leadership courses, we have those for business people um, that are out there and they need something that's going to help them organize their business better so they can expand, so they can grow, so they can be more powerful and be financially fit and healthy. Um, we have those courses. We also have a tutoring program that we deliver on Saturdays from 9.30 to 12. And this is where you can bring your children. Um, we start from the ages as early as eight or seven if they know how to read um, and they just need more help with their reading or they need help with their math. Whatever it is that they need help with, we have trained tutors that will help them on Saturdays from 9.30 to 12. We also work with the uh, adults as well. We have had adults come in that are working on their master's in, and they need help uh, with study, and we actually have the study technology here on how to study. So that's something that we deliver, and my main thing is is to make sure that we get in the people in the community that they actually utilize the different programs that we have. So it'll just make a brighter future for our community, help them knowledge, get gain more knowledge, and to know that Scientology itself is knowing how to know. It's just the knowledge of it. And the lack of not getting the knowledge, it just causes more chaos for us in the community. So we need to keep ourselves bright and smart and stay on top of knowing how to know. And that's what Scientology is all about. So that's pretty much our you know, what we do here at the community center. We have such a good time here. We have, we work with a, a lot of uh, pastors, ministers, bishops. Um, you know, we work with the nation. Uh, we work with 
um, and I mean the Nation of Islam, we work with them. We've worked with um, uh, the, we have the 77 precincts um, that is over in this area. This is their area. You know, we've gone to their clergy meetings. We've been really involved with them. We also have the, we head up the Upfest Peace Rise. We have meetings here uh, with the Upfest Peace Rise. That is something that happens uh, once a month on uh, the last Sunday of the month. And uh, you can come here to find out about it. You can be a part of that. You can ride if you want. you got a car vet, you can ride. If you got a motorbike, you know, motorcycle, you can ride. Um, we have all kinds of different uh, riders that come out. But it is for peace. And uh, we hit up in areas and go around in different areas that have had violence and crime. And uh, we're just getting the word out. And we give them the way to happen this booklet, which is the moral code of... Um, it's kind of like, you know, like the Ten Commandments, actually. Um, it goes right along with it, and it's just common sense for better living. And, you know, who who wouldn't want common sense, you know? So we actually have that. And uh, we have another, a couple of other groups that come in and uh, are really heavily involved with, uh, you know, prevention on um, just trying to, stop the crime and violence in different areas. So if you want to find out more about the like events that we have through the week, you can definitely call here. Our number is 310-419-8230. And uh, you can definitely call and find out what's happening and what else are we doing. We have lots of things that's going on. So uh, don't be shy. Come on through. If you want to know, come to the source and find out for yourself. Thank you so much. All right, all right, all right. Just ladies and gentlemen, this is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. This is Compton Politics. I'm going to cut my show short tonight and shut down. People have to go home. You know, I have the kids out, so I want to respect that. Um, I want to thank Global One World Foundation for letting this happen down here, Church of Scientology, and the Peterson family for coming out and supporting cotton politics. Usually I have questions, but uh, I see one person from um, Orange County. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to go ahead and shut down. Cotton politics. Rizzo Elvis Murphy. Five, four, three, two, one. Cotton politics. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.